Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Homecoming Season 1 Episode 2, it's called Pineapple. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. So again, this ended and I was like, oh, it's the end, oh shit, we're done. Yeah. Alright, I feel a trend is, is emerging. It's getting a, it's a little jarring. <laughs> I think it's meant to be. I think it's meant to be a little jolt when the the credit comes up, though. It's like, yeah. here's your here's your final moment. Um, so we had one future segment in this one, but it was all in the middle. It was a bit bigger, but it was all in the middle as opposed to being mm-hmm. split in two at the start and the end. And uh, we see Heidi kind of kind of lie about why Karaska was there, and she goes home to her mother, played by Sissy Spacek. Uh, I'd forgotten she was in this actually. I remember reading about it back when it was announced, but I'd forgotten. Yeah, me too. In the meantime, and. Uh, what I thought was interesting about this scene is they start talking about the, him being there, uh, asking her questions, and her mum's just kind of like, "Oh, maybe is it a job opening? Are you going back? You should get a job." What I thought was interesting though is when they start talking about why she came here, and she says, "Oh, I told them I came back here because you know you fell, and I came to keep you company and help you." And what I thought was interesting is because I mean I assume she was lying when she told them that, but the way she says it to her. It sounds more like she believes it, or believes it in part. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe she just, maybe she thinks that, that her mum kind of thinks that as well. So she's just kind of going along with the story. I don't know. It was it was the way her mum said, no, that was two months later. You were here for two months before that. Um, I don't know. It was just, it added this extra tinge of uncertainty to it where I was like, Huh, maybe there's more going on here than her just lying about it. Yeah. You know, does she actually have memory problems? Like is she is she blanking out time? Is especially as uh, we learn that clearly whatever happens with with Walter it should be pretty memorable. It should be memorable and it should be soon because I noticed I didn't get to catch the date in the interview but she said it was April uh, 2018 when she was right. talking to him. And in the future, you know, we cut to Carrasco, he's at his desk and he's looking through files. It says he was discharged from homecoming for a violent incident, and it was May 15th, 2018. So, you know, we're... A couple of weeks away at f- most. Yeah, a few weeks away. Um, And I was like, okay, all right, so we've got a bit of a timeline now. And he calls... He tries to call uh, Walter directly, but he, he ends up talking to his mother, and his mother, again, is very cagey, doesn't want to talk about anything. Um, Does react, react to the name Heidi, though? When he mentions he spoke to Heidi... She got, exactly, she... and that's the bit that, that makes me go, okay, whatever happens should be particularly memorable because he's like, oh, so that name me- means something to you. And she's like, of course it does. Yeah. Um, does that mean the violent incident involves her? Does he hurt her in some way? Or if not, is she... Or do, or do does she think that, that, that Heidi's responsible in some way for causing oh, it? Yeah. Because she, she actually says, because when he brings her up, he says, or Heidi says she doesn't even recall your son. She's like, she said that. And it's the, it's the first time she speaks with the, a tone of, she, like, she understands what he's asking. Because the rest yeah. of the conversation, she's, like, playing kind of, not so much dumb, but playing very evasive. So, oh, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to follow up on. But when he says that, her tone changes to, wait, she said what? As if, no, there is something here to talk about. Yeah, And then definitely. immediately, but that's only that one line. Then she backs off again. She's like, no, I need to go. Like, leave. Go yeah. away, um, and then he goes and speaks to his superior, who's who's breastfeeding uh, at the time. I'm not sure the 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 importance or the 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 dramatic point that it's making here uh, with her breastfeeding. Um, 
beyond perhaps the idea of she's got other better things to do and she's not really paying as much attention to you know, not, not her specifically, but just the idea that it represents that, you know, she's like, no, look, there's nothing to elevate it, because she says, like, you have to either elevate it or close it, and all you've got to go on is that it felt fishy, or what was the exact word? It was a uh, vague... Uh, une- not unease. Nah. Because uh, she, she, she says, do you mean she was vaguely this? And he's like, no, no, it was this vaguely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, the, the idea is, like, He's paying attention, and he gets the sense that something is going on. This complaint, whatever it is, has merit. There's something here. Um, mm. But everyone's like, no, nah, well, no, nah, if there's no evidence, you just ignore it. It's just, you know, close what it. What can you do? It's yeah. done. Uh, but of course he's not going to do that, because you know, then we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> well, we'd have a different show. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to look into it, because he, he's concerned. By the way, I, I like his uh, glasses that clip apart and clip back together again. <laughs> That that's the, the the pinnacle of this technology. I just no, I was just it's like whenever he does it, it's like he's getting ready for business. He's like you know, it's like Iron Man having his mask come down. He's just like tick, and he's like ready. He's he's zoning in. It's time for time for work. <laughs> he's going to take care of business. <laughs> oh, you want some, don't you? Nah, because I always remember. I have no reason to take mine off. There's no reason for me to ever have them. Yeah, but you would just so you could clip them together <laughs> again. The only time I take my glasses off is when I'm going to bed or showering. <laughs> like, you know. What's your point? <laughs> I'm not going to keep them around my neck when I'm in the show, you dumbass. Why not? <laughs> you can get out and clip them on and it'll be cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Um, but, yeah. So so he's looking at it. He's, he's, he's feeling the resistance there. Um, uh, we, we, we get some... It's funny, we get some footage of both Titanic and Backdraft in this, and something else. I don't know what... Because uh, I think it's notable that there was a lot of... There was a th- almost a thematic point in this episode of having multiple movies being watched at different times. Uh, mm. Heidi's mother in the flashback was watching a movie. I didn't quite catch what it was. It looked an old movie. It was from the 70s or something like that. But um, And then when we cut back to present day, uh, it's uh, Heidi's boyfriend's watching Backdraft, which, you know, yeah. if, you know if you've not seen it, I just, I just recognised it. I know what it is. But... Um, with a young Kurt Russell and Alec Baldwin. Not Alec, uh, Alec Baldwin. No, Stephen Baldwin. It's a Baldwin. It's one of the Baldwins. They I look different enough now that, you know, compared to like 91 when the movie came out that... Now you wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, but uh, just remembering yeah, off the top of my Bald- head. Baldwin's a Baldwin. It'll a Baldwin. Um, and again, he's like, oh, should I pause this because she's on the phone and he just she doesn't care. So, no, no. Yeah. She's, she's not invested in what's going on. Uh, so I I did have some amusement with the Titanic story. Uh, she's having Titanic no, Rising. Yes, Walt Walter's in therapy and they're talking about Titanic Rising. There is actually technically a movie called Titanic Two. Uh, yes, but it's not Titanic Rising, is it? It's not Titanic Rising. It's also not official. Whereas the story here, so basically they had a, a soldier on their team and a squad who who loved Titanic, fell asleep watching Titanic every night, which is really weird. <laughs> but. He thought, thought, he's, so he's watching Titanic every night and he one of the squad mates decided to have some fun with him and tell him like you've not seen Titanic Rising that's weird since you're such a big fan and he's like oh yeah James Cameron like you know he, he wanted to do Titanic Rising and when he eventually look, tries to look it up on the internet he doesn't find it and say oh you wouldn't find it on IMDB this is an independent film which made me laugh out loud that that was a really funny line and maybe it's just yeah. because i'm the sort of person who looks up imdb a lot but that really made me laugh that made me laugh too and it, it, it's how do you go to 
oh, don't tell me he bought that. Yeah. I thought I was just like, oh, he bought it. Yeah, and then he started talking about how I oh, know Cameron wanted outside the studio system, so he raised the money himself. Yeah, yeah, because you can, you can independently do a two hundred million dollar movie. To be fair, if anyone can. Yeah, well, James, yeah, James Cameron could probably afford it. I, I don't know what sort of back end deal he had for Avatar, but if he had any sort of back end deal, he's rolling in it. Yeah, uh, he's a happy he's man. He's got to pay for those submarines somehow. <laughs> sure, I bet he owns a submarine. I bet he does. <laughs> he must do. Yes, um, and I don't think that's so ridiculous. Do you know, I saw a ridiculous statement. Do you, do you know how there's that whole lawsuit going on right now? Uh, you know, the the comic gator guys try to sue Mark Wade. Oh yeah, yeah. And Mark Wade started to go fund me for the legal costs. Some some asshole on the other side of the, the debate says, "Oh, some some millionaire comic writer is trying to extort money from his fan." I'm like, do you have any comprehension of what the average comic writer actually makes? <laughs> They're not millionaires. I don't even know if some of the biggest comic writers in the world are millionaires. Probably not. I don't think so. It's just because we were joking about Cameron being, being rich, and I'm sure Cameron is rich because it, he he probably is. Because because movie making a, is a bigger industry, and b he made two of the most successful movies of all time. Yeah. Plus no, but actually, what am I saying? He made literally the two most successful movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not some of literally the two most yeah. successful movies of all time. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway. if anyone in that industry is rich, it's him. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, point being, point being is he's telling this story and they're having fun about it. Uh, and then she says, "Oh, did so and so eventually tell him?" And he just says, "No, he died." And it, the conversation just drops. It's just so blunt, though, isn't it? It's, it's like, just no, so no, blunt. No, he died like a month later. It's an effective scene. It's a very effective scene. Um, I really liked it. Uh, so I, I feel like I feel like the episodes so far, we're going to get one bit of future, maybe two. We're going to get a therapy scene, and we'll get some other stuff going on, and probably one phone call with uh, uh, Carnival's character, uh, Colin, Colin Belfast. Yeah. Uh, where this time he's he's at a golf course and he's annoyed, and he, he's seemingly sneaking out at the golf course to try and smooze uh, some some big wigs. Yes. Which really cool because because last we never really I mean, we talked about the phone call last episode but we never really talked about where he was he he was I think in South America and it looked like he was prepping mm. like so like he felt very he looked a lot busier than he was this time. I feel like I mean he kind of looked busy here as well. He just he was just doing something else because he was infiltrating. It feels like he's always doing something for whatever yeah. the thing behind all this thing is. But it was like it was almost like he was a drug smuggler. But instead of smuggling drugs, he was making a shady deal for like a plant or something that was they were going to use in their the homecoming pills. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I don't know. There was something shady going on. Um, but yeah, again, he's just like no, because he, he chastised because in the last episode she let him bunk in the same room as this the guy we're going to be talking about, uh, Schreier, uh, who's a who's a squad mate of his, and uh, he he like no, don't do that. Use common sense. There's no rule book. Just don't, don't stop doing things. Yeah, because <laughs> you think it'll help them. Like, no, no, we're so close. And the reason why they're having this phone call is because Schreier has this weird thing. Uh, and the reason why the episode's called Pineapple is because he's looking at pineapple on his on his lunch tray at the start and then in the middle of the episode we have this scene where he starts to question things he starts asking asking walter about if he believes they're actually in florida he gets very paranoid yeah and he's like well they told us we're in florida but i see no proof of that and annoyingly it makes me go right well we have to disregard everything we've been told then 
I mean, we've, we've seen Heidi go home. Have we seen anything that would suggest one way or the other that it's a lie? I don't know. Because it does feel very paranoid. Because why, why would Walter, because as Walter kind of seemingly reacts, it's like, why would we have any question to doubt it? Like, why, why like, you know, sure, we got into this program. Why do you think there's some shady thing going on? Like, is it to do with the drugs they're giving them? Is that making them this way? Is this just him? Um, given that we were suspecting Walter's going to go violent in the next couple of weeks, then yeah, it might be something to do with this program. It could be because uh, when when Heidi's on the phone to Colin, he says, "Oh, you know, he's our uh, fourth week patient." It's like, yeah. ah, you know, never mind then. Like yeah. he was almost expecting it. Yeah, but he was disappointed. Like you know, so, oh no, 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 that shit. It happened that early. No, we want it to go further or something. Yeah. You know, it was like he had an expectation of like how long. But it long... didn't feel like this was unexpected. Yeah, um, and she's trying to downplay it uh over the phone but doesn't get much success so because uh, the episode ends with him being locked in his room um yeah. and he asked the guy working he's like who ordered this who gave you the order like you know some again conspiracy theories kind of thing and he's like no nah, i'm just gonna lock you in and it's just when he locks the door and we see him in the, behind his window with the credit comes up yeah it's one of those things that i have to question is like is he right i mean it could be <laughs> It could be like you know he's going. Oh yeah, yeah. We we were told we're in Florida, and yeah, we weren't at an airport, so we don't know that we were there. Um, you know, it's just a private airfield strips, and then no no signs to say that we're here. So you're just taking their word for it. And if we know that there, there, there's probably something shady going on, at least on Collins' end, right? Yeah, there's there's definitely something shady about the, the intentions of this place. But my question would be. But does the shadiness have, would, would that have any bearing on the location? Is there any reason why Florida is not the place for it, even if it is really shady? Yeah, I have no idea. I yeah. think to me, though, it's more saying to, to us, hey, don't believe things just because we're told them. Yeah, true. Very possible. I, I, I My guess right now would be that they, they probably are in Florida, and he's wrong about them being lied about where they are. It's just that that's not the shady part. There's shady stuff going yeah. on that he should be paranoid about. But the Florida thing is, and specifically, just isn't a big deal. It's just like, no, I mean, that's Florida. Who cares? That's <laughs> just that just happens to be where the building is. So that's why we're told we're in Florida. Yeah, makes sense. Um, or maybe not. Maybe 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 he is right. Maybe there is a reason why it has to be somewhere else. You know, away from say governments that might well, not I, approve I of this. Well, I think it was notable when he was because uh, one of the things was uh, palm trees, right? And he was yeah. like, well, I'm sure these other places have palm trees. He's like, yeah, and like mentioned like, yeah, Cuba. And, you know, it's like, it's like okay, so now we're not even in you know U.S. shores. Yeah, potentially. So like, yeah, yeah, but that, I think that was a, a key point as if we are not in Florida and there was a reason to lie about that, not being in America would be a good reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is worth mentioning the first episode, uh, Heidi's boyfriend said, you know, I moved here with you. Now, I just assumed at the time that I meant Florida from another state. Perfectly reasonable assumption. And, and the way that she talks to her mother in this episode, oh, maybe we should go back there. Again, it sounds like it could just be another state. Just, you know, back to where it you does, were working. Yeah. Uh, but they could mean a different country. They could. So, it's open. It's open. It is. Um, I'm sure we'll get answers to that at some point. That feels something that we'll get a definitive thing yeah. for. I, I like that uh, Thomas Carrasco in the future, I, I feel like he's kind of our character that the audience is kind of living through in a weird way. Yeah, the, the, he's just uncovering these things, this yeah. mystery a little bit. We, we, we're we a little bit uh, privy to a little more information than he is, seeing some of the flashback almost. Uh, um, uh, but we we know about as much as he does in reality. 
I, I would say that some of the stuff we're going to eventually see in the, fl- the, 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 the past timeline would would contradict stuff that he has in his reports, but he actually doesn't have that much in his reports. <laughs> they're, 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 they're very slim. It's, no, it's uh, it's been very well covered up. Yes, whatever's going on. Which I'm sure is something. There's something. Something's happening. Yes. And I'm intrigued as to what that is. I'm, I'm waiting to get some more hints because it's, it's really just drip feeding it at the minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still into it. I enjoyed the episode. Um... I feel like, you know, each episode so far has been a series of, like, five or six scenes, but each scene has been Yeah, I think I, I like everything that's in the episodes. I do feel like um could do with a bit more out of each one. Do you think I should have doubled them up and just had five double episodes? Yeah, but the, the problem is I get what they're going for. You know, the ending of each episode is a really strong point to end an episode yeah. on. Um, it's based on a podcast. I wonder if this was just, it's following the format of what was in each. Uh, could be. I, I didn't. I'm not, not sure about that podcast episode. I'm just wondering. Um, it's definitely. I will say this though. Even if it's kind of weird, it is unique. It's, it's not like it's not weird in like a they don't know how to paste this properly way. It, it's it's weird in a way that they're going for something very different feeling. Yeah, I'm just not sure I'm that into it in terms of just the that pacing. So I'm I'm curious to see I want I'm just I'm curious to re-examine this when we get to the end and re-examine yeah. how it unfolds over the episodes. Um, also, there is a joke at one point about how she's been overfeeding the fish and and what was that's way too much. You know, meant to feed them once per day. I'm feeling like there's something to glean from that that comment <laughs> thematically, and I'm not sure what it is. Well, I mean, too much of a good thing literally killed them. And okay. when I say yeah. a good thing in this case, you know, something they needed, sustenance, um, whatever she's providing to them, you know, it, it, at homecoming is like, okay, can t- too much of this can can be just as de- it can be detrimental to them. Yeah, uh, that's ever seen any of the positive benefit before it kills them. If that's where we're going with this, no, that's true. But we we we're, <laughs> we're told there's a positive to whatever's going on. <laughs> whether or not we should believe that is a different question entirely I feel like this show is very quickly becoming a a new interpretation of the cake is a lie but we'll, we'll, we'll... Yeah. Uh, what I will say on that though is Heidi definitely believes they're doing good oh yeah good. she does she, she she cares and believes what she's doing yes so whether or not that's you know whether she's being misled or not is a different question yeah. or whether she has has is you know knows the opposite is true now and she's hiding it or has she had her mind wiped <laughs> has she actually had mind wiped stuff happening to her I don't know not outside the realm of possibility I don't know it's weird but interesting it's interesting is it's the very word interesting. I'd say for the show yeah I am into it I am still very intrigued I, I like the offbeat way the scenes are shot I like the the direction's the, impeccable isn't yeah it? the direct the direction's carrying me through it like like a like a child on a on a stream of cotton candy floating there through was, a cloud um, there's a great shot of uh carrasco you know when he's sitting at the desk and he's got all the headroom above him it's such a one of those really classic detective shots oh yeah yeah, yeah. or but, even just just even just the one where um it's like over the cubicles and you can just see the big raw heads like just all over the cubicles yeah yeah 
but he's kind of sticking out just a little bit. Yeah, just a little. It's these classic shots that just have an extra edge to them, right? Yeah, that's good. And I think part of it's, it's such a weird aspect ratio in those scenes as well. Uh, that that probably does contribute to it because it just you know we presumably I, I mean I don't think I've, I've ever seen content in this ratio. No, I, I feel I feel like in that that scene specifically the the way it works is because we're not even seeing the aisles at the side between the cubicles, we just literally have the cubicles and nothing so more. So hyper-focused, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's hyper-focused, but also, again, it feels very confined. He feels trapped in a box surrounded yeah. by other boxes. Um, and because we can't even see the aisles, it makes it, it accents that feeling even more. I did, I did like there was, a, there was a lot of space above him, though. It's like, okay, there's a way out above. It's just, you know, he can't get up. He has to go up and over, which kind of what he's going to have to do with his boss, apparently, since she's shutting him down yeah. and saying, you know, just just shut it down yeah so yeah. yeah um now i'm intrigued hey it was a 27 minute episode and we've spoken about it for 20 minutes i wasn't sure i, I thought it was going to be a short discussion you know relative to the length but no nah, this has actually been quite yeah quite me so yeah we'll be back for episode three and the day after tomorrow so look forward to that then assuming recording schedule sticks to it and hopefully it will and we're going to try our best but day after tomorrow is the plan so we'll be back then with episode three let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash mailed fuzz tv and you can do that over there but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla